Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast, the Temple Archives, Vader Down. My name is Noma, and I am joined by my co-hosts, Dan. Yo, how's it going, guys? Not too bad. And we also have Ed. Hey, yo. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic. Good all around. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, we will give you a brief summary of what we're all about. On Temple Archives, we are all about Star Wars canon. We are going to summarize a story, in this case a comic for you. We will go over how it relates to legends and canon material. We'll have a discussion after our summary. And we'll also tell you where it fits into the timeline. Before we get into our summary, uh, Ed's just got a little bit of info for you guys. All right, guys, if you want to submit any questions, anything like that, or if you want to say anything about the podcast, you can email us at voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Once again, that is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Now, if you've got a Twitter, you can find us at the handle at voiceforcepod. More time, that is at voiceforcepod. Help us retweet some stuff, new episodes, anything interesting that you find on there. It'll let more people see it, and honestly, growing the listener base, giving yourself more people to talk to, that's what it's all about, right? If you've got Facebook, you can also find us at facebook.com forward slash voiceforcepod. And always remember to listen, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Now get ready for this, because there's going to be a lot, all right? We've got Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, and PocketCast, and Podbean. Reviewing helps with visibility. So if you want to see more things, if you want your friends to see more things, just having the reviews on there makes it a little easier for them to find us. And honestly, you'll be able to see whatever we have that's fresh and new off the press if you subscribe, which is free, do it. Wait, wait. Did you say it was free? Subscribe for free. Man, I, I, I have to go subscribe to this podcast thing. Subscribe for free, man. You can Let's do, do it. it. Hit that you button. Know what? One more time. One more time. You can subscribe for how much? Free. For free. Oh, let, me, wow. let me hit that subscribe button right now. Done. You seeing anything new yet? Uh, new episode. It looks like it's coming out in the next few days here. Oh, beauty. And one last thing before we get into the summary, a quick public Star Wars announcement, and that is just from us saying that, first off, if you haven't read Vader down, this is going to be very spoilery, both the summary and our discussion. Uh, So if you would like to read Vader down, which we definitely recommend, it's an awesome comic, go do that first. Oh, yeah. And uh, then come back here. And again, definitely recommend it. Also, all of us here at Voice of the Force are 100% with supporting the official release. It is, it's important. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Star Wars is here to sell or to make money. And they do that by selling stuff. And if you like the comics and the books and everything that they're putting out, your wallet is the easiest way to show them that you want more and you like what they're doing. There's a lot of different ways to get your hands on this stuff. Physical, digital, ebooks, audiobooks. I mean, you know, it's 2019. You guys know how to get this kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, anyways, with that wait, out wait, wait. of the way. Noah, were you, were you mm. saying that you have to use your money <laughs> to actually buy stuff that people made and worked hard on to create stories mm-hmm. and pictures it's... and audiobooks for Star Wars? You have to pay money yeah. for that? It's this wait, weird wait, wait, system. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. You appreciate people? Mm-hmm. It's and this it's, weird system where money can be used to obtain goods and services. But the thing that I don't get is we're free and everything else mm-hmm. costs money. 
How how does that work? Well, Dan, we're just we're just consumer. We're just putting ourselves out there. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you just went right to the deep end. I love it. Oh no, maybe not consumers. Um, kind of generous humans. Kind and generous souls, full of pride and accomplishment. <laughs> and without further ado, let's get into Vader Down. The authors for Vader Down are Jason Aaron and Kieran Gillen. The cover artist is Mark Brooks, and the pencilers are Mike Diodato Jr. and Salvador LaRocca. I gotta say, Salvador LaRocca and Mike Diodato Jr., they did a fantastic job with oh, yeah. all of the art in this book. These, oh, these are some of the most accurate drawings of the movie characters. Do you want me to tell uh, you why that might be the, the case? we've seen. Why is that? Um, a lot of the scenes with the characters' close-up faces are actually reaction faces they've had in the movies. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's oh, like photo. It's, they're going for like a photorealistic kind of look at these characters, mm-hmm. but it it does it really well. Like I love it because oh, yeah. it, it helps you buy into the characters a lot. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, dare I say it's one of the best pieces of content with Vader until it's hard to see our Vader reaction face. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll explain a little bit more uh, when we get to the discussion, but uh, actually, you know what? I'll, I'll save it for the discussion, but yeah, I definitely agree with you. But uh, yeah, the cover itself is uh, a little bit ominous. It's got Vader striding towards the cover lightsaber ignited and his tie advanced is in pieces behind him on a barren world. It's got a nice bit of contrast in it. The bottom starts with a very brown-orange kind of warm color scheme and uh, works its way up to a very cold cold blue space kind of view, kind of showing the different areas that we'll be going to in this comic. Um, other than that, Vader strikes a very imposing pose, imposing pose, whatever. And yeah, mid-walk with his cape just billowing out behind him so that he dominates the entire cover. It's it's, uh, it's, it's very super cool. spawn cape, but it's also super anime, like with the cape just billowing <laughs> out to the side. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, if the angle was a little bit more top-down, it would definitely be just like an anime pose. <laughs> yeah, the, the one thing right? I gotta say that makes this picture mm-hmm. really, really pop, and it's it's not the cape, but it's the it's the rocks in the background on the right-hand side that are basically these craggy, like, spiky, out protruding rocks behind mm-hmm. his TIE fighter that make it look like it's a hostile environment. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and then... it definitely helps as well. Oh, uh, sorry. There's uh, just a quick artist thing. There's a whole thing with getting parts of landscape to point towards uh, where the eye is supposed to go to kind of lead your eye in. Mm-hmm. And it definitely okay. helps that. Yeah, it definitely helps that all of the... I mean, and, you know, Vader's in most of the shot already, but it definitely helps that all the crags are pointing towards Vader. Mm-hmm. And even the tie wings itself are all, you know, pointed towards him. So it really draws your eye to him. Exactly. And I just noticed too on the left-hand side that like loop of rocks is very similar mm-hmm. to Tatooine when he's driving his pod racer through... Not Mos Espa. Is it Mos Espa? What is it? I can't oh, remember the, the, the route. Boon to Eve thing? The Boon to Eve. That's the one. The Boon to Eve classic. Yeah, when he's driving yeah. through that, it's very similar to those kind of craggy, like overarching rocks. I've got <laughs> something to say about that too afterwards, but I'll wait. I would like before I wait to the discussion to put that out. All right. Now, this is pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he tries spinning in this book, comic, though. Doesn't he? <laughs> I don't think so. All right. <laughs> Let's get in to the opening crawl. It is a period of unrest in the galaxy. The Sith Lord, Darth Vader, 
enforcer of the Galactic Empire, has learned that it was Luke Skywalker who was the rebel pilot responsible for blowing up the Death Star. Vader is now more determined than ever to track down his son and turn him to the dark side. Luke, unaware that Vader is his father, fights against the Empire with the Rebel Alliance. New to the ways of the Force, Luke has discovered the journal of Ben Kenobi and has begun investigating any information he can on the Force-using Jedi Knights and their ways. Through the underground sources of his secret ally, Dr. Aphra, Vader has received word of Luke's location, the former Jedi Temple on the planet Vrogas Voss. Issue 1 Continuing from Vader Volume 2, the Sith Lord heads to Vrogas Voss, a barren world where Luke Skywalker is said to be hiding. Aphra tells Vader the info is solid, and Vader transits out of hyperspace to find three squads of X-Wings on patrol and directly in his path. Aphra tells the Dark Lord he needs to flee, but Vader feels Luke's presence among the rebels and attacks, decimating the X-Wings with ease. In desperation, Luke rams Vader's TIE advanced and the two plummet into Vrogas's atmosphere. As they do, the surviving X-Wings call for help from every available rebel force. Leia and Han Solo receive the message and head towards Vrogas, though both are deeply concerned. Aphra debates what to do, concerned that Vader might think she betrayed him. She decides to go after Vader, with BT and Triple Zero delighted at the slaughter that awaits them. On Vrogas's surface, Luke sets out to confront Vader. At the same time, a Y-Wing patrol spots Vader, but the Dark Lord blows them apart with debris from his crash. As he realizes why Luke came to the planet, the rebel forces on Vrogas, a full company strong, surround Vader and demand his surrender, stating that he is surrounded. The Dark Lord ignites his lightsaber and responds, All I am surrounded by is fear and dead men. Issue 2 Vader offers one chance for the rebels to surrender, causing them to hesitate. As they do, he arms multiple thermal detonators the rebels are carrying with the Force, sending explosions through their ranks. Vader destroys a tank and begins carving his way through the rebel company. At the same time, Han and Leia arrive on Vrogas and learn about Luke's ramming attack and the unknown status after he crash-landed. Leia refuses to divert any rebel assets to find Luke, determined to bring down Vader. This earns Han's scorn, and he decides to find Luke on his own with the Falcon. Meanwhile, Aphra begins to formulate a plan. Calling in a favor, she and Triple Zero go over the rebel heroes they'll be fighting, though Aphra doesn't know who Han Solo is. Aphra is desperate to rescue Vader before he is captured, so she can prove she didn't set the Sith Lord up. Leia's rebel forces arrive at the decimated remains of Rogas's rebel company, and their air support is blown out of the sky by Vader's repurposed TIE-advanced cannons. As Vader continues to weather the rebel assault, Aphra lands on Vrogas and spots Luke Skywalker and R2-D2. Using a spray canister, she is able to disguise Triple Zero as 3PO and get him close enough to Luke to incapacitate him. Issue 3 R2-D2 attempts to defend Luke. However, BT deploys its vast array of weapons and chases R2 while trying to obliterate him. Aphra and Triple Zero leave with Luke, but Han arrives with a sniper rifle and manages to get the drop on Aphra. While the two have a standoff, Chewbacca sneaks up on Triple Zero and rips his arm off. Triple Zero tries to murder Chewbacca, while Aphra and Solo begin a shootout. 
Leia's forces move to engage Vader as she warns her forces to show no mercy. At the same time, Luke wakes up, and he and R2 attempt to evade BT. Chewbacca attempts to beat Triple Zero to death with, it, with its own arm, but the droid manages to get the drop on the Wookiee and cripples him with a Mandalorian toxin. As Han and Aphra duel, they each realize the other has taken cover under a wasp-worm nest and drop them on each other. In panic, they collide and knock each other out. Luke arrives and slices off Triple Zero's other arm, and as Luke wakes up Han, R2 manages the blind BT, who goes berserk, firing all its weapons as Luke, Han, and R2 make their desperate escape. The issue ends with Leia's squad arriving to the terrified comm chatter from the rebels engaging Vader. Their cries are cut off, and Leia's bodyguards are killed with force chokes as Vader appears before Leia. Issue 4. Aphra picks herself out of the rubble BT caused during his rampage, and orders BT and Triple Zero to follow Luke. As she does, the favor she called in arrives. Han calls 3PO and tells him they've rescued Luke. The droid relays the information to Leia, but she is busy standing down Darth Vader. She tells the Dark Lord he will pay for his crimes, but Vader pretends he spots an ambush, allowing Leia time to escape. Vader planned for this, and states that she will lead him to Skywalker. Leia runs into 3PO and tells him to find Luke. She tries to call in a bombardment on her position when Vader arrives, but Han interrupts over Calm and tells her that they're not letting her sacrifice herself. Before they can arrive, the Falcon is rammed by a Wookiee ship, and Aphra's help, Black Kersantin, arrives to try and capture Luke. Chewbacca slams into Kersantin and begins dueling the other Wookiee, and Han tells Luke to save Leia as he helps Chewie. As 3PO tries to find Luke, BT and Triple Zero run into him and remove his arms so that Triple Zero is no longer limbless. Vader finds Leia as the Y-Wing bombers reach their position. However, before they can loose their payloads, a TIE squad blows them to pieces, revealing that Vader's rival, Commander Carbon, has arrived to claim Skywalker's head. Issue 5 Carbon's forces encircle Vader and Leia, and Carbon prepares to take the princess into custody. However, Vader knocks the commander's forces away and engages his rival, determined to not let him steal his accomplishments. Meanwhile, Chrysanthemum brutally pummels Chewbacca, with Han trying to intervene and failing. R2 arrives with the antidote for the toxin Triple Zero injected Chewie with and fires it into the Wookiee. Now recovered, Chewie turns the tables on Black Chrysanthemum. Still trying to find Vader, Luke discovers the ruins of a Jedi temple. Hearing Ben's voice, he runs into a stormtrooper patrol, but is inadvertently saved by BT and Triple Zero, as the two have orders not to let Carbon's forces capture Luke. Carbon attempts to duel the Dark Lord, but as he is a sad, grievous stand-in, Vader is easily able to foil Carbon's every attempt to hurt him. As they duel, Luke is knocked out by the stormtroopers BT was not able to kill. Black Chrysanthemum stuns Chewbacca with Electro Knuckles, and 3PO finds R2-D2 and reveals that he cannot contact Leia. The issue ends with Leia sneaking up on Carbon and Vader, blaster in hand. Issue 6 Leia prepares to fire on Vader, while 3PO begs for her help. Seeing as how all the other rebels are incapacitated, Leia's desire for revenge is dampened by her friend's peril, and she leaves. As she does, Aphra arrives in the Archangel and tells Vader that Carbon's men are taking Luke away. 
She asks the Sith Lord to let her redeem herself for accidentally leading to this. Vader accepts and begins giving her instructions. 3PO manages to knock out Black Kersantan when the Wookiee punches through the droid and electrocutes himself on its power supply. As he does, Vader pushes Carbon away, and as Carbon tries to recover, he is rammed by the Archangel and crushed as Aphra ejects to safety. Vader executes Carbon and sees the Imperial shuttle departing with Luke. Enraged, Vader destroys the shuttle's engines, which allows the recovered Han, Chewie, 3PO, and R2 to save Luke. However, as they return to the Falcon, Aphra appears and tells them that they are standing in a micro-minefield, forcing them in place until Vader can arrive. Leia appears behind her and knocks her out. The group departs with Aphra as a prisoner, and as our heroes take a moment to sigh with relief, Luke reflects that he'll never know what secrets the Jedi Temple held. The issue ends as Vader watches the Falcon fly away. That is Vader Down. Moving into our discussion, what did you guys think of it? I want to hear Ed just kind of explode here for a second. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, I knew with this one, granted, I've read this one several times now, and I always (laughs) go back to it just because, A... Vader I down. someday want, <laughs> B, exactly. I someday want <laughs> want a I don't know a whole wall mural of just this cover art. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> because there's nothing more just like and and the worst part is I'm so happy about it even though there's all this death and destruction that it's just like and you can tell by the way that I did now about the now time to time. Theme song for the episode. Like. You can imagine him just humming that as he's like doing all this. Like, for I'll give you the best example is just him standing there talking down to them, and then it's just like, see all those weapons you think you have? They're not yours, they're mine. Mm-hmm. And just priming their detonators, like at that point, because he's surrounded, right? You have no idea. It's like, yeah, we know you're strong, but what are you gonna do? Oh, you forget how clever he is sometimes just because of the power, right? And it was just that, picturing that alone, and then seeing everything was done for it was like, oh my, oh my, oh my god. Oh, yeah. oh my god. And then I think my favorite part of this is over the comms, just the just the craziness that's going on, all the terror and all the fear, which he did say. It's like, all I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men. And sure enough, she shows up and it's like, oh, look, dead people everywhere. Everyone's dead. <laughs> what's great with the mask is that as much as i respect him sometimes i just have silly things for him where he's like oh hi i'd be honored if you could join me on this battlefield and as you see here i have your friends and yeah but seeing how he pretends there's a distraction sort of thing it was the only thing i was like hmm. did you know about her at this time too or were you just playing off a feeling oh that's true yeah, right? Because he knows about Luke for sure, but, mm. you know, the whole thing hasn't been revealed by this point, so it's just very fortunate in her case, and I guess in both their cases, that he didn't just flash out, because, let's be yeah. real, it would have taken all of two seconds for him to do something. And then, oh, your rebellion's basically 75% crippled now. But the tie advance is the only thing that really upset me was that I always thought, like, somehow, it's just, like, no matter every time in the original trilogy, and every, well, not the original trilogy, sorry, the prequel trilogy, 
when it's like there's a crash landing or something like that. It's like for the most part, like the ships are okay. This is just in pieces. Like, yeah, like that crash did a number on it, but he just walks out of it just like, huh. Well, I'm not worried about how I'm getting out of here. It's just unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I, I, I spent feel like too much time just like fawning over it too much. <laughs> I, I feel like you could explain that by saying at the end of the day, it is a tie. So it's going to be a lot less uh, structurally 30. sound than, yeah. yeah than, it's than one of the only ships that has a hyperdrive in it. Yeah, that's true. Um, and shields. Yes, exactly. But uh, going off of what Ed was saying, where he can just imagine Vader doing goofy things, I, there aren't many other characters that can make a pun while they're torturing someone. That was it. Not, was so and, intimidating. And we still respect them. Yeah, well, because it just reminds me of Rogue One. The be careful not to choke on yeah, your own ambitions. Yeah, did he just make a pun? Oh, you know, it's did. Vader. It's fine. Yeah, but it's very so I don't know whether or not like he remembers some of that and mm-hmm. is like, oh, I remember he would oh every time they fought, like he wouldn't shut up. And it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a tactic for sure, but like this was I feel like now he just doesn't he doesn't do it just to unnerve them, but he's like seriously like it's stoking his own kind of anger against him yeah. as well. But he's still he's still him to a certain mm-hmm. extent as much as he tries to push it down and ignore it. So it's still kind of funny whenever that comes out. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, there's there's the arrogance that uh, we know from somewhere. Mm-hmm. On, oh, yeah, the, can't say. The, the, the pride, right? Like, yes. that's just raw pride. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. But, yeah, no, that, that's – it. I, I feel like it's when he's talking with people he has absolutely no fear with kind of yeah. see that pride rise to the surface because the other one i always remember is uh in episode five when he uh, kills admiral nita and he kills him yeah. with a force choke and he hits the ground and he just goes apology accepted, accepted. captain nita exactly <laughs> just like you, you really need to smack talk a corpse yeah. but yeah it's just seeing that pride <laughs> kind of come to the surface every once in a while a few thoughts from my own kind of things that i saw here the first thing i want to say is vader's magnificence in this in this whole volume mm-hmm. it is on stage and especially the first issue it they just they went all out for the space battle and they went all out for the just like ground assault every like all the characters like running towards vader to like take him down with their guns mm-hmm. and then hesitating it just i remember reading that for the first time in 2015 i think or 2016 and i was just i was blown away it it took me so far like by surprise that this was a comic that i was reading and not a movie and the other thing was this is the first time i ever read a comic and there was a crossover between star oh, okay. wars because yeah this whole volume spans between star the star wars main series and darth vader so the first issue is vader down which is a completely different series and then issue two three four five six are all like um, dispersed between Star Wars main series and the Vader Darth Vader main series at the time, which I thought was pretty cool. But a few a few things that I wanted to say about Vader though, like he just is so intimidating, like activating those thermal detonators on the bodies of all those rebels and just destroying all of them. Like who who's th- who thinks of that? That's amazing. Like it was oh, it was so good. I'm just gushing over Vader because honestly, if you haven't seen this open up a book 
and read it because it is so beautiful and the writing is so well done. I I have I have very little to say bad about this book. Um, I think the only acceptable time to call murder beautiful is in this circumstance. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. He he makes it an art form. That is for sure. The other thing I really liked was Triple Zero disguises three PO. Something that we thought about as soon as you saw Triple Zero, you're like, that's a protocol droid. That looks like C three PO. BT one kind of looks like R two D two because he's an astromech, but now he's a blastomech, mm. so he's not an astromech. Hmm. And then you're like, oh, these are like the evil 3PO and BT1s. And then you get Triple Zero disguised as 3PO. And it is perfect. It works so well with this character because he walks up bumbling like. And then he just like touches Luke and shocks him to death. Or t- to unconsciousness, I guess. Yeah. Um, it, it's, all, it's all come full circle. Right. It, it was really good. It was really good play. The other thing I really liked was Carbon coming down with all of his whole like fleet. And the only thing I could think of was, it's a trap. And Nomo said... I am the trap. Pretty <laughs> oh much. Oh my god. Now, an interesting point with Carbon, during the synopsis, Noma, you said that he, you know, he's like an offshoot Grievous, which he basically is. <laughs> yes. But funny enough, Anakin never met Grievous in any of canon, ever. Never fought Grievous. He met him. He never fought Grievous. Not seriously, anyway. The only mm-hmm. time was on the, like, the I was like, ships crashing in, in the prequels. Yeah. And yeah, when they're on the bridge and they're held hostage and they summon the sabers, like Grievous but does. The, even then, the like, he just, he, like, he just jumps out of the window, right? He actually never yeah. fights them. So he never has experience fighting like a four-armed, that we know of, creature, mm-hmm. especially mechanical okay. like this, which is interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't, I didn't pick up on that until like a pod. I don't remember what podcast it was, but I think it was Random Chatter. They were talking about it once and said that, yeah, like he, he's never actually been in combat. Like full on combat with Vader or with uh, Grievous. Yeah, and th- that makes sense because you have to preserve the integrity of that line in, in Episode Three. Exactly. Yeah. Another thing here, uh, just after on the droids, BT One's rampage looks so cool. Just, just him, just like going absolutely nuts with all of his like armaments. Love that. Afra just kind of trying to do underhanded stuff as she does because she's not super like physically strong, but she's very cunning. So she can do all of her tactics and try and like make the battlefield kind of worked for her i thought that was really interesting yeah which is kind of where you see like both the cutting of han and afra come out when they're both like hey there's a thing i can use to get Above me out heads. of this yeah mm-hmm. but both of them realize that it's at just the like, exact yeah, they, same time they got they gotta have that same sort of mentality right yeah and the fact that they both do it just kind of turns it it's a whole serious book and then they just kind of come in with the comedic routine of just like, yeah we're gonna yeah. knock ourselves out yeah, the, the it was it was a weird tonal shift between like there's a life or death fight going on and now for lighthearted slapstick. It was just yeah. great. It's, like, it, it just, oh, it's okay. a perfect balance, I think, in this book. The thing that we I don't think we talked about yet was Afra's first time she met Luke, Han, and Leia and Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Like this is the first time she interacts with the main characters, and it actually like it's believable that she's a character that they would interact with. Like it, it's not like oh this is a comic only character and now they're kind of forcing this together. Like she mm-hmm. gets them in a trap. She, you know, tries to get Luke and all this stuff, and it just kind of works. Speaking yeah, and of, it, it's it's done very well. Where it's, it's like she can stand toe to toe with them. It's not because I I don't know. One thing I usually see when you're taking non non you know, canon Horse. movie character, yeah. and okay. putting it up against yeah like an expanded lore character, is they either most of the time they either do it where oh this character just happens to be you know just as good or even better than the main heroes or they're just a total pushover mm-hmm. this is good balance and then, with afra 
Yeah, because usually in both cases you kind of value the character a little bit less. But yeah, here she gets the drop on him, them and still messes up and at the end ends up getting captured. But right. she gave a good fight, right? It and wasn't it seems like an like Afra thing to do. Knockout. Like, yeah, especially yeah. after, like, I've read all the Afra stuff so far, like, after this whole story, like, you can definitely buy into, like, this is Afra and this is kind of how things work out for Afra. Black Chrysanthemum, really cool character. Love him. Black, black Wookiee with, like, the scar above his eye. Just a really cool, like, foe for Chewbacca and Honda kind of fight. I thought that was pretty cool. Now, the one thing that Noma said in the the uh, thing here for the synopsis was 3PO's, like, surge when he, like, like punches him and he, like, electrocutes him. I don't think that was accidental. I don't think it was his power core. I think what happened was, it, this is how I read it anyway, was mm-hmm. when three, um, 3PO encounters Triple Zero in BT-1, when they screw him up a bit, I think triple zero just in my mind because like triple zero is a sadistic droid he wired 3po to have like the power core go to the outside of his body to like cause a surge if anyone touched him because if anyone tried to fix him what would happen oh, they, is they would, would get die. shocked right they will i don't think they would die but they would get a really hell of a good shock but they might die mm. like Chrysanthemum's i mean huge. it's it's triple zero i i assume he tried to kill them exactly so um, that's kind of how i read it was like triple zero wired it or did something to make it like do a surge on the next thing that touched him. Okay. So I don't know. I, I think to me that it makes it a little bit more convincing for just triple zero and like the story there. Okay. It, I, yeah, I guess it depends on how you look at it because I assumed that because triple zero doesn't like hurting droids, he only did what he just did when he needed to. And I also found it, I, I guess in my head, I, I found it incredibly ironic that one of the most useful things 3PO has ever done was while he was accidentally getting killed. Exactly. Oh, it's so well, good. It's Killed it's, in quotes. <laughs> it's just like the first volume of Star Wars when he's by the ship and he comes out, but it doesn't work out because he walks down the yeah. ship and he's got the cloak messes on with the everything guns. Up. Yeah, it just messes. He's just bumbling fool. Whereas this one is, he's still a fool, but he does it unconsciously because he doesn't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I definitely think either either point of view that we've got makes a sense. sense. Yeah. Leia versus Vader was really cool. Like that encounter, the first or second time, I guess, because episode four, you see them together mm-hmm. on the bridge of the Death Star, or I guess the viewing area of the Death Star. And then this, you get like an encounter, like a physical like encounter right after the Death Star exploded, which is really cool, really interesting. And she's got to stir her daddy issues out with Vader. Mm. And then the last but not least, the last thing I really... I'm going to miss is the Archangel after ship. I love the The design of that ship was so cool. And her just kind of using it to defeat carbon. I was like, no, I forgot about that. But, oh, the Archangel is so nice. Hmm. Uh, I, I guess it depends on, on your aesthetics. Yeah. I, I always thought that the Archangel, I mean, no offense to it, but I always thought the Archangel looked really kind of clunky. Okay. Okay. It's kind of got the yeah, same just, kind just... of, not same look, but similar look to like the slave one where it's like a vertical flying ship. Yeah, the the only difference was that I can't really see the Archangel landing. Fair enough. Like, it has to dock, like, some weird way. Like, on the yeah, ledge or something right, like, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, at least with the Slave 1, it can, you know, you can Rotate. see it kind of turning. Yeah. That's true. But, yeah, it was just that, that front part of the Archangel that looked kind of bulky and, and awkward. Definitely mm-hmm. not my least favorite, though. Yeah, any, any final thoughts on Vader Down? Yeah, there, there was one thing that I, I thought was interesting, which is... I looked it up while while we were talking, and I was actually surprised because in my mind, when I read this, 
this was to that date the most badass that we'd ever seen Vader. Yeah, actually, it was. Um, yeah. At the time, if we want yeah. to. When this comic first came out, yeah. Yeah, yes. specifically when because it came out. I, I we have Rogue One. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was surprised because I, I got Vader down when it came out mm-hmm. and loved it. And I was like, oh, yeah, it was like a, a couple years before Rogue One in my mind. And then I looked it up, and it turns out it's they were both in the same year. What? Yeah, the difference yep. is, yeah, Vader Down came out in April, and Rogue One came out in December. That might be the so, volume, though. Was that the volume? Oh, that's a good point. It might have the, been. The comic issues were probably the few months prior, or like half a year to a year prior. That's true. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the, the volume check. definitely probably came out in the, around the same time. Yeah, start date was actually 2015. Yeah, so. that would make sense. Oh, damn. Yeah, but I did. I I got the full thing. Yeah, you got the volume. But it's just, yeah. yeah. For, so for me, that, that's it. oh yeah, back to back, not having to wait for stuff. But imagine week to week, man. <laughs> that's what I did. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. Oh yeah. It was like, oh, what's gonna happen next? <laughs> but what what a at least for me, I guess what a what a blessed year for Vader because you get him and Vader down, and then him and Rogue One, oh, and just so oh man. I remember people like comparing it to Rogue One once Rogue One came out. It was like, this is Vader mm-hmm. that we, this is the Vader we've been waiting for. And oh, yeah. honestly, Vader hasn't slowed down because he has two main series that have ended. Then he had Dark Visions, which, well, there's some controversy with the fourth issue for that one. And then now there's Target Vader, which is a new series. That I, I just got the comics today, actually, for vo- or issue one and issue two. I got a, a whole whack of comics I got to read through, probably about 25 comics that I still need to read. And any final thoughts here on Vader Down? Are we good? Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. All right. All I am surrounded by is Vader and epicness. But next episode, our literature is going to be a little bit different. For our books episode, we are going to be going through Servants of the Empire. Edge of the Galaxy, and Rebel in the Ranks. These are shorter stories that are aimed for a younger audience, but uh, it's a good way to catch up on canon that probably isn't aimed at most of our listeners. For our comic, we'll be going over something that I've been looking forward to, which is Kanan, Volume 1, The Last Padawan. And that will tie in nicely to our first episode where we went into A New Dawn. Yeah, and the nice thing about the Servants of the Empire series is it follows Rebels as well with Zer Leonis. So oh, if you're yeah, interested in right. that character and that storyline and see where that goes, because you don't kind of you don't really see that full storyline. This goes between the show and like behind the scenes, which is really cool. So heavily recommend you listen to that and read it for sure. Mm-hmm. Also, you've probably noticed that the New Temple Archives are coming out in a shorter format. This is something we're trying out. We're trying to put out more condensed, shorter synopses and separate episodes for novels and comics, just to make it a little more digestible and easier to access for you guys. If you like this, let us know because, you know, we're just trying different things, trying to accommodate all our viewers as best as we can. And there's a lot of different ways that you can let us know whether you like this, whether you don't like this, any general comments, what you love about Vader Down, what you hate about Vader Down, what you love about us, hate about us. Well, not the last. Well, depending on what you All say. All of it. Just tell us <laughs> everything you have on your mind. Yeah, we've got strong egos, I think, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
And if you do want to get a hold of us, there are lots of ways to do that. And Ed is going to walk you through how to do so. Take it away, Ed. Definitely. Yeah. So once again, if you have anything you want to reach out to us and say about this podcast or anything else you've heard, or just to share some general news about Star Wars that you'd like us to talk about, you can definitely reach us by email. And that is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. One more time, that is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. You can use the subject line TA Vader Down. If you feel more comfortable on Twitter, there's our Twitter handle at voiceforcepod. Anything you want to talk about there, if you want to reach us on that platform, use the hashtag TAVD. Specifically for this episode. Just in case. For this episode. If you, if you want to talk to us about other random stuff on Twitter, you know what? All three of us have access to the account, so we're more than happy to respond to you and uh, talk about whatever you want to talk about, Star Wars related or podcast related. But Dan, remember, some people have Facebook as well. What? Facebook's a thing yeah. still? Oh, it still is. <laughs> wait, wait. Is it free? I mean, for now. Fair enough. I don't know. I'm are, no Jedi seer. I can't see the future. So is is, is, is anything really free when you're giving them information about yourself? Who knows? All it, co- all it costs is your personal info. And all, and all, all they want to know is how to use your microphone on your phones, man. It's just, it's all there. Yeah, seriously. Oh my goodness. All those Instagram ads and like Facebook ads I get. Oh my God. It's terrible. <laughs> but you can, so if you people can fold Facebook, it. Wow. Find Facebook. <laughs> if Facebook is your preferred platform, you can find us there as well at facebook.com slash voice force pod. Before we continue to, to this awesome finale of an episode, finale of a, of a outro, I want to see everybody right now who's listening, please raise your hand and so we can count how many people actually use Facebook. All right, there's 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 one, just one person. Okay, Dan, just just double Dan, checking. How how do you think a podcast works? <laughs> <laughs> I I I use my imagination. I I, I assumed mm-hmm. it was like general tag or something. I don't know. He's the only one who I know would use Facebook. <laughs> I have been challenged right here. Because during this next step, we usually tell you where you can find and listen to us. Hashtag outro now, challenge. There, yeah. There's been a challenge yeah. submitted to me to uh, go through some of these platforms as quickly as possible. Now, so put usually, on your seatbelt, guys, because you're going to go through hyperspace with, with Ed as your hyperdrive. Usually I don't care too much about making a fool of myself, but this is... Uh, well, you know what? Let's just go for it. All right. I'll say this part very clearly. You can listen, rate, review, and subscribe to us on the podcast channels as follows. <clears throat> Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, Podcast, and Podbean. Now, remember, reviewing helps with visibility. So if you heard any of that, be sure to subscribe <laughs> to any of those platforms to listen to the latest episode as soon as it releases. It costs you absolutely Nothing. Wait, wait. It costs nothing? Nothing. What? Whispers. Voices in the shadows. Press the button. Do it right now. Press it. (laughs) And if you think that Ed did a better job of reading through all those podcasts as fast as he could compared to myself, you can let us know through any of the ways that Ed mentioned. Hashtag outro challenge. (laughs) Outro challenge. That's right. And if you want to hear my attempt 
to go through all those platforms as fast as possible, uh, head on over to our Temple Archives review of Battlefront Twilight Company. I will say, he actually finished the entire thing, which I feel like <laughs> probably gives them a couple points. No, but died halfway but through. I, I feel like I might have done them a little bit faster. Faster? But that might... That might just be my ego talking. I'm not no. sure. <laughs> Maybe we'll put a poll up on our Twitter account saying who did it faster. <laughs> just to see. No, boy. This is, this is the only time when speed is the most important factor. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great place to end it, guys. Exactly. So, with that being said, thank you guys for listening, and may the Force be with you. <laughs>